0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy, And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about?
1: Today, we are talking about the Michael Keaton vehicle, Mr. Mom, 1983. 1983,
0: that's the year I was born. Stanzies. Yeah, yeah, Uh, 1983, Mr. Mom. And of course, we always remind everybody who's listening in or watching. Currently, we are streaming on Twitch right now so if you'd like to see this live you can you just got to figure out how to do it and it's all on our uh, facebook page so go there find out how to do it and then you can watch us live uh but yes if you're uh not watching us live and listening we would like for you to take a moment if you haven't seen mr mom pause the podcast go find it watch it and join us for the conversation we'll give you a few seconds to go do that and you're back all right everybody's up to speed we've all seen the movie let's go ahead and start talking about it and of course mandy you and i we don't like to talk about these things alone because we'll just fight about stuff we need someone James. to take sides. And today, we're very excited to have comedy writers, uh, recent streamers, uh, trying to get into the Twitch game themselves. Uh, here we have Mark and Taylor Roebuck, everybody.
1: Hey, everybody. Yay. Welcome. Hi.
2: Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us.
1: I think this is our first husband and wife like combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah look at that we've we've never had yeah married couple we might you're you might divorce after this maybe we'll get into some (laughs) last one first and last yeah
2: do we do we mess up the numbers of this somehow like you talk like uh like you got the whole things about you fighting and bringing on a third guest to tell you that (laughs) (laughs) Invariably, the movie sucks or not, or something is what I'm getting from from Uh, this. So now we're gonna, we could walk out of here a tie today, or something. That
1: is true. (laughs) Matt (laughs) thinks everything is garbage, and I love anything that's a happy ending. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to see how it goes. But uh,
1: first of all, welcome to uh, the podcast, both of you. Thank
0: you. Uh, you. you. Yep, you're very, uh, very welcome. And uh, we always ask everybody who we have on the show, how long had it been since you saw this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast?
3: Mm. Uh, At least. 20 years for me probably more I definitely okay. remember watching it when I was a kid I was born in 91 but uh both of my brothers are uh, like 10 years older than me so by the time I came around we were just kind of re-watching whatever stuff they had already seen <laughs> mm-hmm. so <laughs> it was uh it definitely parts of it in my head I re- when we watched it I was like oh that's probably where I first saw Jeffrey Tam- Tambor mm-hmm. yeah, sure. yeah it been a while for sure
0: Yes, I, who always looks the same. By the way, you can, was, bald, <laughs> was bald at fourteen he years bald, old. So can always spot Jeffrey Tambor in any. Crowd. There's
2: that that wild thing happens where people go so bald so quick, but what is there remains strong. Like yes, it's not, correct. it's not it all disappearing slowly. It's just like one day he dried his hair off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. It's like this now. Okay, it was
1: like it was like perfect for the when he is getting strangled like that scene because oh, yeah. on, only that like. That like Caesar ring that he had yeah. got <laughs> all like fluffed up,
3: yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he shaves it,
2: like maybe, trims it up.
3: Yeah. Maybe it's a look. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was a it's
2: working. All the way back. It just back looks. Back. Yeah, it just looks good.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did uh, one role and then he didn't want that whole Jennifer Grey thing to happen, where he changed his look and now no one wants to work that's with right. him. He's just that's right. forever. That's
2: right.
3: <laughs> that was such a good nose. Yeah, I. Um, she it was. Nose. Nobody
1: puts baby's nose in the corner.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you guys can believe it, I had not seen Mr. Mom before. I don't know if that's okay. I don't know how I talk. I have a lot of you know blind spots for someone that likes to think they're into movies and stuff, but I think all of us do, right? But oh, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) same for sure. Yeah, Uh, so are you a Michael Keaton fan otherwise or a
2: hundred percent? A hundred percent. I was aware of this movie's existence, that it was you know the name itself kind of gives you a lot of the movie. Yep. And I was kind of aware that it was like the sort of uh, I'm a year older than you guys. I was born 84. So okay. like the the, okay. the Michael Keaton Batman was like some of the first like super hyped go to a movie theater experience, I remember. Like, yeah. And then at some point you catch wind of like, oh, because that's just Batman to me. Right. But you catch wind of like, oh, at the time, it was controversial. People were like that guy's a jerk off. And I realized it's like, oh, it's because stuff like Mr. Mom is why the Batman thing was controversial. But I learned all that in sort of a weird order. But, no, uh, the
1: Batman was controversial because he had constant duck face because the mask, <laughs> I don't know if it's his lips or if, if mm. I have a problem with his lips in general. I, I know in what this, you mean, yeah. In this movie, they looked so dry. I was like, get this man some fucking chapstick. Like, like <laughs> he did not look kissable whatsoever. It was so bad. Sure,
0: sure, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, so it's been a minute we forced you to watch. I'm excited to get your take on it, Mark, but we'll get to that here in a second. But what we always do with all of our guests too, right here at the beginning, just to get a kind of a an idea of where everybody stands, a little vibe about the movie here. Uh, we want to. We've given you a task right up front, and we have a theme song that goes with it. And of course, that theme song goes like this: Chop this, chop this, synopsis. All right, it is time for a round of chop this synopsis. That's where we do the synopsis of this film of Mr. Mom, and we condense it down to its bare minimum. This is the edit right here. We take it down to 10 words or less. So okay. if you can make it work in less than 10, have at it. But uh, does anybody have one prepared that would like to go first?
2: I'll go. go. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. Oh, no, I, I okay. would love to see, I would love to see the okay. style edits. it's. I mean, my, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah,
1: well mine something. is like <laughs> super feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did
0: not do one because uh, I was having technical <laughs> issues. So oh, fair. Uh, okay, yes. Yes. I can just make one up after Mandy goes. But Mandy, okay. go ahead.
1: Alright, man realizes what it's like To make 70 cents to every dollar ah. <laughs>
0: there you go. there you go. That's good, that's the same uh, Since I did not prepare one And I'll just go ahead and uh, ramble one off Here in the center uh, between The people who did prepare uh, the, the thing that I asked them to do uh, I'll just say uh, this one or That's what the, the tagline would read This one hits way too close to home uh, For Matt right now That's what that's <laughs> yeah way
2: way under we're good all right uh, and,
0: and if you guys want to take it away go ahead uh, yeah this is
2: fun time. i was counting the words i feel like i was writing a haiku <laughs> like, <okay. laughs>
3: oh you should have that would have been good
2: what if it just was no it's, i don't think it is but okay yeah, ready for mine <laughs> uh keaton faces something scarier than any batman villain michigan unemployment
1: there you go there yes
2: you go. sure <laughs> i would click on that i'd watch it
3: mine's a bit more literal i guess okay. michael keaton michael keaton learns important lessons about family with christopher lloyd cameo there. yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh like <laughs> i i i didn't get a
1: chance to say when the last time i saw this was but it was probably only like five years ago okay um but like when, he, when Christopher Lloyd came on, I was like, holy shit. Like, I completely forgot this dude was even in this movie yeah. as Larry. Matt, when was the last time you saw this? Uh, very long time ago, but I watched it a lot. This was another one. That yeah. Had, uh,
0: at some point down the line, one of my family members had Cinemax or HBO or something and taped it on a VHS tape. And then we just got like their hand-me-down written on the <laughs> back white labeled cassette tapes that just said <laughs> Mr. Mom on it. Um, Even so much so, I saw this back back then that the theme song was ingrained. When this started Mm. to pipe up, I was Mm. like, okay, I'm back in it. Mm -hmm. I got this. Same. Mm
2: -hmm. It's very pleasant music, isn't it? Yeah.
0: We'll give it a little taste of it. Yeah. It'll get a little louder here in a second. I cranked it up here in a sec. But just even this, I was like, okay. Very serene. Montage of the city, life, you know
2: a nice horn comes in uh-huh.
0: i like it i like it a lot
1: it sounds like softcore porn like for sure mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Maybe
2: that really makes- yeah it could be a lot of things it's just definitely an odyssey is about to start here
0: it's easy <laughs> it's easy to listen to we know we're not uh-huh. getting
3: anything too terribly controversial uh-huh. at the moment <laughs> i like it it just sounds like a movie set in michigan <laughs> <laughs> that yeah so i'm sorry i didn't catch
1: are you guys out of michigan i'm assuming then
2: Yes, yes. I I joke because I. Well, I mean, uh, you know, we're met in Michigan. uh, You know, raised and everything in Michigan,
1: but I have been in
2: uh, Tucson, Arizona, for the last few years.
1: Oh, Okay, yeah, no, I understand. We are from Michigan also, but I lived in California for a year, and when I came Mm -hmm. back. It was like coming to a whole new world. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> Definite. I mean, obvious
2: huge differences as we just finished our monsoon season while Michigan's having their beautiful <laughs> July. You know, it's all or July and August. And, yeah.
3: Yeah. It, it, Tucson was not the original destination. Uh, Mark likes to put it in movie terms by saying that we tried to do a Lost in America.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you guys know Lost in America with Albert Brooks, but we quite literally just like put all of our stuff, got rid of most of our stuff, gotten a Winnebago, not a literal Winnebago, but a camper and kind of. We're mobile for a while with internet hotspots and, and things like that and working remote jobs and kind of bopping around the country. And then as the as the figurative and sort of literal wheels fell yeah. off of the camper. Because the <laughs> thing is we didn't like we didn't like wait a long time and save money and get a nice camper and getting some thing that's been around since, you know, this century. <laughs> we got a real we like, idea, let's go. Okay, good. All right. And so yeah. So we found oh my gosh yeah.
1: <laughs> that's amazing that We're is like, amazing that mm-hmm. is like something people like only talk about like people don't just like do that so kudos to you know thank you now though.
3: it's like reflecting on it because it's been a few years since we've been I think we've been in Tucson almost three years, three years yeah and I've asked my dad like how did you guys let us do that? Yeah, someone
2: should have stepped in, honestly. It all worked out, but what we the didn't,
3: fuck? We got a renovated 1969 <laughs> pop-up camper. No bathroom, no walls.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Talk about yourselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so cool. They turned their mics off because their dog was barking, which I can totally relate. The new dog we have, Kebab, <clears throat> who, who used to belong to Osa, who's a, a friend, a, a comedian, um barks all the time and it is never timely it's always like random so
0: i'm just gonna assume that that everything's okay with the dog
2: (laughs) yeah we're good just it's kind of i don't want to say routine something something happened the right dog goes by we're in an apartment complex uh not everything that goes by agitates them but the right thing does (laughs) apologies (laughs) apologies everybody i don't know how wild that was no you it's saw the cool. little one. We have the giant pit bull at our feet, too. So I don't know. If uh,
1: we... <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a fun fact that I want to throw out there before we get mm. too far. Um, in 1983, more women stayed home than worked. So it was a novelty for Amanda man to stay at, be a stay at home dad. <clears throat> Excuse me. An estimated uh, today, an estimated 1.4 million men are stay at home dads and 7 million men are their children's caregiver. Mm. And the term Mr. Mom actually came from this movie. Um, It became part of the vernacular after this movie. Mr. Mom represented a segment of men who were at home dealing with kids who up until then really hadn't been heard from. So this was kind of like a representative of them. However, up until like nowadays, they don't like the term Mr. Mom. They just want to be called dad. So sure that's a thing so like the, mr mom the, came from
2: this then we called mr dad now or just dad <laughs>
1: just <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Father. it depends on how formal you're being <laughs>
2: yeah yeah um, but i i wonder too it's interesting like that with that phrasing obviously being influential but then i wondered like one of my favorite gags in the movie is the uh the, the they're racing and it's intense and then they reveal that they're wearing the the, the scuba flipper things <laughs> but then also i was thinking because it's not a movie i'm seeing it for the first time And it's hard to really know, like, man, because I've seen a lot of sort of, I think it's Chariots of Fire, right? It's parodying that sort of dun, 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 dun. And then you wonder, like, was this one of the first things to do that? Or did that hit a little harder in 1983 than it does for me? I've seen that bit a hundred times in my life. It was still funny, but, you know, like. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, and we do, we catch these. So we're doing, the premise of this show is that we're reliving sort of the movies that shaped our childhood. And you find these tropes that were happening. And, and they do make you wonder, each movie we see, it's like, oh, was that the first time that this weird thing that always happens mm-hmm. now yes. happened? Right. And that right. was definitely one of them. Um, just, we do like to point out, like, favorite scenes from movies and stuff, or, like, quotable moments. And mm-hmm. it seems like a movie is either hit or miss with that. Like, it, it'll either have, you know, the whole movie is absolutely quotable, and it comes up in conversation often uh, for children of that time. Uh, or the movie is just completely, like, void of any memorable moments we've found. Like, in our heads, this movie was going to be great. But when we watch it, in reality, it turns out it's just, like, sort of mush. Like, it's just sort of of the time, very predictable. Mm-hmm.
1: No, this movie completely held up for me. Really? 100%. I adore this film. I found mm-hmm.
0: myself wanting to... So,
1: we we do this weekly,
0: obviously. We watch these movies. And sometimes I will have to watch the movie maybe three times. By the time I watch it, then I edit the clips and make sure I've got some notes taken and things like that. This one, I was very, uh, I was like ready to watch it again. I was like, I, I mm-hmm. really enjoy this movie and I'm, I'm glad that we uh, are doing this one. But with that being the case, uh, we want to talk about now, anybody who had like a standout performance or a favorite part that was particularly quotable or, or just something memorable from this movie that you thought was stand out.
2: Well, I think, I forget if we were on, I think we must've been on the already, sorry, forgive me. But uh, I think Mandy mentioned the scene uh, it's it's early where everyone it's like at, at at by the end of it everyone's pretty much fired I think but it's where like they're all strangling each other and it's like man I adored the whole movie too but it's almost like man I would watch the whole movie about these guys or something you know what I mean <laughs> yes like, sure.
3: it again, was almost like
2: office Christian- space
1: before yeah.
2: office space <laughs> and it's just so like the whole movie's pretty funny but obviously kind of has this sort of you know what do you call melodramatic sort of moments or something but that is just there's a few moments that it's just like really really just more just farcical ridiculous like everyone's just choking each other and you know keaton stops him and then by the end he's choking the guy like oh it's just like it's so uh yeah just they that did was a, really a really good, good
1: job with that scene for it sure was really good
2: and like you're you're saying before it's 83 my movie brain's like oh christopher lloyd he'll circle back around and be in this more when he's in there earlier but not especially but also <laughs> that we were talking about it back to the features a few years, years after this right yeah. so yeah <laughs> was he just not maybe you know quite quite uh heavyweight yet or something i don't know but yeah but it's uh michael keaton jeffrey Tambor, and um aforementioned Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Yes, those three guys are just like to, to to get those three together doing stuff. It's just yeah, that oh, was great.
0: Then, yeah, just eating up the scenery. And then we get uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd's ending of that scene, which I love too. I have a clip here. Hopefully, mm-hmm. this comes through. It might be a little quiet. More
2: thing
1: I want, that? disability. Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. He just wants one more part of his severance package. Keep
3: that sense of humor, buddy. It's critical. Keep that. It's critical yeah. that oh. sense of humor. It reminds me of that part in Clueless, if you guys are familiar with. Clueless, yes, where, when, he... <laughs> when Travis gets his bad grades. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's... Just tries to go. off himself, but yeah. can the suicide attempts wait until
1: next period? Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it, I, I just I didn't think of it beyond just like oh I love these guys, but like think about it, just hearing those scenes like uh those guys especially Christopher Lloyd and Jeffrey Tambor are just always guys that are playing like emotionally drained but like hilariously yeah. you know like that's kind of their thing is yeah. just like. Like Jeffrey Tambor looks like shit by the end of the movie, and it (laughs) just—it's just completely his wheelhouse of just always some guy. I've had better days, or you know, just
1: always.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's so delightful.
1: Taylor, Uh, did you have any parts that you thought were the best,
3: or a standout character that you thought did a really good job? um, Well, we liked the. When, when Michael Heaton goes to a job interview kind of later in the movie and there's those two guys that are like laughing about how unlikely it is that they're going to get this job. Oh yeah. We were like, well, was, we want to see more of those. Yeah, those, those are, are other guys those I could have spent more time with. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're doing they're-, they're
2: doing Mr. Mom, but they're like on cruise control. They're like good with it. They're like <laughs> they're embracing it. Away. They have recipes.
3: They're going with it. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah, those guys were great too. That was a fun That's little awesome. bit.
3: And then also ah. uh, at the end when Jeffrey Tambor is trying to get Michael Keaton to come back and he's really desperate. And uh, he punches him in the face <laughs> and then he just says something like, well, what about a company car? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> negotiations um, keep going on after the punch to the face. That only <laughs>
3: took one take,
1: by the way, the oh, whole man. like fake. Yeah. They did a really good job with that. So they only had to do it one time. Nice. Uh, re- my standout. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I just, sorry. just, just speaking at the end. I just, I, I, uh, I, I didn't really know much about the movie and I was surprised to see that John Hughes wrote it. And I love John Hughes movies. Like yes. anyone with anyone with a heart. Right. Sure. Uh, some more than others, I think, but like really for me, like Ferris Bueller and uh, The Breakfast Club are just like, you know, amazing. I love <laughs> all but um, it was just fun seeing where it's clearly like earlier. It's maybe more like the vacation uh, sort of guy that just was writing kind of a silly movie with some heart and stuff. But those scenes, it happens twice in the movie where all these repairmen and women are coming in and out and everything. And it reminded me of another John Hughes thing that I think he wrote and, and didn't direct, but was like Home Alone, the scenes in the beginning. Just these frantic, it's kind of hard to pull off and have it all make sense and have everyone have... Like something to do, but I guess like there were scenes like that, much like the choking word, actually gets kind of like really, really broad. But like by the end, I love, I you know, I love is by the end, everyone's just hanging out in the house, like they they should (laughs) have left, right? There's like. (laughs) Like after everything sort of resolves and the family's reunited, the like the four rest of the characters are just like having a powwow. I don't know. I just, I, I liked how like crowded the house was. It was just yeah, like, that's cha- awesome. That chaotic stuff. But I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I stepped on you No, bit.
1: I, we, no, not at all. Um, and I'll actually, I'll, that, that was a good segue into a fun fact. Um, John Hughes, this is actually based on a true story about him, about a disastrous experience that he had um, looking after two children while his wife was away. Um, and then, uh, Lauren Donner said that she thought it was hilarious. And he's like, do you think we could make a movie about it? And she was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, absolutely. Nice. Um, love but that. my, my like absolute favorite scenes are with, and this is going to sound so politically incorrect, but anything that the chubby girlfriend, like the girl that is, that hangs out with them when mm-hmm. he's like, we're going to jail. And she's like, who cares? Like, I <laughs> love her. Everything mm-hmm. she says is so like just exactly how like housewives feel like whatever and she's you know to, like, and she, letting
0: loose a little bit
1: yeah and she's not like a, she's not like a hussy <laughs> she's not you know the the bitch at the the trying to direct the traffic she's just like this is like the best poker game ever you know as she's yeah. like eating you know yeah. like that is totally me like i am so her along for the ride like <laughs> i think it's amazing <laughs>
2: And it was funny seeing like whether it was like the men in the waiting room or clearly then just like all the housewives, how they sort of take him on, uh, you know, poker with coupons and just all these like really funny, (laughs) the sort of like whatever, like the world building or the little details of it or, you know. And then we were laughing too a little bit of like i get it like so they don't care that he's a husband and not a wife they're around let's hang out but then the part where they take him to the male strip club do they just not care that there's no way he wants that and it's right. just like four to one or
3: but good on him though he he tips he tips. <laughs> that's right that's good yeah.
2: etiquette good sport about it for sure
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
2: he definitely is yeah along for the ride yeah
1: and then he <laughs> says he don't know where this has been when he hands it to the guy <laughs> Like, that's what I think of every time, like, if my daughter, like, licks a coin or something. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm like, oh, my God, money's so dirty. Don't touch it. (laughs) We also had
0: um, a a bit of a cameo, I suppose, but a a longstanding John Hughes actor, actress, uh, Edie McClurg. Yes. Uh, You may remember her, planes, trains, and automobiles uh, Mm -hmm. at the the checkout counter for the uh, Mm -hmm. um, rental car.
2: (laughs) there's
0: the other tune yep mm-hmm. yeah I just, just a principal's uh secretary yep yeah,
2: yeah. they think he's a righteous dude
0: <laughs> 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 I did want to play a little clip of her real quick and then I'll, I'll talk about my favorite part of the movie here in just a second so here's edie McClurg fun have fun oh, I
1: think
3: these are unspecial.
2: doesn't matter sorry doesn't
3: matter I check? love it <laughs>
2: Never mind, Derek. Sorry,
0: forget it. This 19 cents.
1: Nice. Yeah, worth it. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that is just not something guys care about today. Like, that is not something that would be like embarrassing to them whatsoever. I don't know
3: why it would be. Like, are they going to think that they're his? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: understand how it's not like, oh, clearly that man has a woman in his life who's right, a right, woman right now. Like, it could be much worse than that you could have no one in your life at all so mm-hmm. i would think they would take pride in that i've ne- yeah i've never once had an issue with stopping by and picking up yeah. any of that sort of stuff
1: oh see now if you're single and you want to feel good about yourself just go and you're a guy just go buy like a box of tampons or Mandy, something and be like yeah it's for my girlfriend
0: mandy's mandy's tips for the uh <laughs> oh, in your life i guess <laughs> just
1: to present, any, you know? <laughs> what was
0: your favorite part matt favorite part is uh when he's shopping and he's at the deli counter uh, okay. I love that just the rapid fire. I love that he—they're all surrounding him and rushing Uh-oh. along. It's the greatest. Mm-hmm, Here we have a clip mm-hmm. of that. I have a half pound of uh, ham. Boiled,
2: baked, smoked, salt cured, sugar cured, prosciutto, or Westphalian.
1: All right,
2: forget it. Just Tell you what, just give me—give uh, <laughs> uh, me a half pound of salami.
0: I like that his end game is just cheese. I'll just—we'll we'll go with cheese. That's yeah, cool. I thought he's gonna simplify it
2: with cheese. Uh, oh man. Just Poor guy. <laughs> okay, well, just give me. Give me a quarter pound of cheese. (laughs) What
0: was he expecting? Yeah, yeah.
1: Cottage, Gouda, Edom, Provolone, Romano, Swiss. You have your entire cheddar family.
2: I like that. The entire cheddar family. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even to get into the cheddars.
1: (laughs) Um, And And that was stressful for me. like, that is like my worst nightmare. They did
2: a good job. Yeah, the people behind him in line are like (laughs) so close to him and are just like (laughs) mobbing him. It's nothing resembling a line. (laughs)
1: this is how I feel when I'm like trying to put my groceries on the cart or on the, the thing at Aldi. Like mm-hmm. I can't keep up with the cashier. Like this is yeah. so stressful. I'm always I know. so fucking sweaty. after. <laughs> <Doctor.
0: laughs> right. They're passing the on to you. Um,
1: <laughs> I did say that this, movie, uh,
0: for me, this movie does have one very specific quotable moment and it's not even, it's just a quotable sort of like uh, experience. Like I, I use this often in my life, but not for the same, uh, not, not the same way they used it in the movie. And I'll give you an example here with the clip.
2: Add a whole new wing on here. I'm gonna rip these walls out and, uh, of course, rewire it. Yeah, you're gonna make it all 220. Yeah, 220, 221, whatever it takes.
0: That right <laughs> there. When any, uh, whenever somebody mentioned or is in deep conversation with me and talking about something that I have literally no, <laughs> <laughs> at all, I will do a, a similar thing. I'll be yeah. Bump a thing up, yeah. 324, yeah, whatever, you know. It's great. Yeah, what? <laughs> you know, they did it twice in the movie. We got another one here. what you use, 38?
2: Uh, 38,
3: 39, whatever it took.
0: I love it, I love it. <laughs> and that, that does come up. I remember my dad, anytime someone would ask for like a size of a socket when he's working on a car or whatever, he would just say, "Yeah, you know, bring whatever or the next biggest thing, whatever's, you know, whatever it takes. Uh, and no, so I I like that separately. he
3: he well, he felt shabby clearly when uh when the the wife's new boss comes in and I thought he was going to quickly change into something presentable. <laughs> so when he burst in wearing like the smallest overalls I've ever seen <laughs> and holding a chainsaw, I was like, okay, not where I thought we were going. With yeah,
2: <laughs> but I'm here. It, for it. I like it. It did yeah, feel yeah. like a movie. You know, again, you know, Mr. Mom. You, you even I I think in the past I've seen the cover and you see him holding the kids and struggling with the shopping cart or whatever or he's like okay i kind of get that movie uh but then you watch it and it does kind of zig when you think it's gonna zag sometimes one time i liked a lot is like okay he's gonna get into the soap opera i get that but then the way the kids would just kind of walk in and they're just as occupied with the two and right. they're all just talking about it kind of like adults would talk about it but it's just him and his very small children uh that that, <laughs> that cracked me up that was really good
0: i had danger of falling into that same hole my grandmother used to babysit us a lot when i was a kid and she had her stories on constantly mm-hmm. and I could have very easily fallen into that same uh, mm-hmm. trap as those children, like getting fully invested in. Uh, mm-hmm. But somehow I, I was able to just get care of it.
1: Oh, I absolutely did. And like, at that like followed me into my teen years, like me yeah. and my sister watched young and the restless and Victor and Nikki were on there and they were married. Still. They like, yeah, they were divorced it's- and then married again. Like,
3: Nice. when i was young <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah like That's 20 funny. years
3: later <laughs> yeah my my mom was really into those soaps like but, but uh when she would not be around to watch them she would tape them I know. and i thought that was so funny like of all the people or of all the things to make sure that you need to catch up on like I think it got to the point where we had like, you know, boxes full that's of these That's a quickly growing suitcase. backlog. <laughs> yeah. Like just watch. I'm sure I promise you, you'll be able to catch
1: up on what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. Like you'd, you'd show up <laughs> and then all of a sudden someone was someone's evil twin or like yeah. they had been possessed. It was all like crazy.
2: <laughs> I was always, when I was young, I was like sincerely jealous of people that liked soap operas because your show just comes on every day. You know, yeah. I'd wait all week for the Simpsons or the X-Files or whatever. <laughs> And I'd be like, man, I wish I just loved General Hospital. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, and there's no, there's no like summer break. It's just every oh, single week. Oh, is that yeah? Oh my God, yeah. Brutal. There's no break for them. Like, the I mean, in a way, it's all just like, oh, yes, no. Do you
2: yes, had it you know, out? These first draft <laughs> scenes that they're like, I need eight pages in ten minutes. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like,
3: exactly. You have, sure, you have to make sure one person gets really close to the camera and just yeah. thoughtfully. <laughs> Do well, like, they know I'm lying? It's <laughs> like
0: one year they'll do the storyline and then the next year they just do the same storyline but like flip the pages backwards so they just kind of undo everything <laughs> they did yeah. in the previous
1: season. It's
3: uh, like wrestling. Yes, there
1: you yeah. go. There's um, always an illegitimate baby or like an, a baby from someone else. That's right. like the key right there.
2: Yeah, it's like you start, you see the two-year path like is marriage, <laughs> death, false death, back from dead, coma <laughs> baby, whatever. Like, Yeah.
1: Yep. yeah. Love it. Um, also, Terry Gar, who we haven't you oh. you played a clip from her, but she is amazing. She's beautiful. She is such a good actress. I feel like mm. she has good timing. I and I, it's so funny because watching this reminded me of Mom and Dad Save the Universe. I think she it's is called. in that
2: movie, isn't she? Yes. <laughs> wow, I haven't thought about that movie in a while. That's a weird. movie. <laughs> I,
1: I want to see it again, like after yeah. watching. And she, and we also had um like she's in um. Uh Frank young Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein. So yeah, we had her in that in, too. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Tootsie, was she in Tootsie, Tootsie as well? Yes. Yeah. We Tootsie's haven't done
1: Tootsie. Yeah. Tootsie wasn't big for me.
0: I don't know if it was for Matt, but I mm. necessarily. I definitely saw it when I was a kid, but again, it was another one of those swapped around uh, VHS tapes with a white label that's mm. one of my family members recorded at some point or another. Got
2: um, it.
0: I did have uh, I didn't have time to pose our Facebook question of the day yet. I'll do that during our little break. But that question is going to be Uh, Based on one of the children in the film, he has his wubby that he carries around with him wherever (laughs) he goes. Did anybody here uh, have the equivalent of a wubby, whether it was a stuffed animal or a particular blanket that you had when you were a kid, that they eventually had to pry away from you?
3: Um, Not really. It wasn't like a fixation like that. Uh, But I do distinctly remember that I had this stuffed frog I think that was like really big and floppy and we left it at a hotel room when we were moving from Hawaii to Michigan oh. and uh it was it was a to-do I don't remember exactly how but we did get it back oh you got
2: it back, got it back. oh yeah Amazing. that
3: was like was that like pre-internet it was probably 98 so the infancy of the internet yeah, I guess. yeah
1: it wasn't where people are like oh we found this like class ring we want to find its owner mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's
0: the movie i want to see we got to get mr hoppy home or whatever <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, yeah I'll
0: <laughs> uh mandy did you have anything that you carried around when you were a kid just
1: a lot of grief. Sure. But there you go. Yeah. Other other than that, no. Were they able, were,
2: so. were they ever able to pry it away from you or no yeah. such luck?
1: No, no, it's still there. I <laughs> do have to say to you, and this no is a super this is a super jacked up story, but my my daughter had a pacifier that she would not let go of and it was starting to affect her teeth. So, um I had this great idea where I convinced her when she was like almost three like if we she wanted to go to build a bear i'm like we'll take you to build a bear but you have to put your pacifier inside whatever you get and this is it like and then you can hug it instead of putting the pacifier in your mouth don't do this it was so fucked up like she was like all about it while she's picking stuff out and then the second we had to put the pacifier in she was just like uh, so upset my husband was so pissed at me because i was like nope put it in there Mm -hmm. and that was that 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 was the end of it And we still have it, oh, okay. but um, it was seriously like it was so traumatizing to her. So I, right? d- I don't, yeah. Was I it like, reflect. was it
2: because it got embedded into the thing's face in a way she didn't like, or because it was like no longer in her possession? She didn't,
1: yeah. She wanted, you know, she wanted to put yeah. it in her mouth. Oh, okay, and okay. but and so, like, even if like this, it was like a sky from <laughs> Paw Patrol, like you can even feel it inside the, you know, like there it is. Oh you know, but she, but it worked. It was just very upsetting and sure. weird. The fact that I like put it in there and I, I, I went on the internet, don't go on the internet to look to see, get, to get rid of passies, but it, it had to be done. So wow. yeah.
0: The ends justify the means, I suppose.
1: Wow. Um,
0: I have another clip here that I want to play real quick. We, we talked about Caroline. Um, Matt, Do you have
1: any, did, were you like security oh, uh, blanket kid?
0: I don't think I was. I mean, I had stuffed animals that went with me for probably too long. Like I would have like just, and for no reason, yeah. just in a closet yeah. bag, you know, and I just yeah. feel bad about getting rid of stuff. Um, I know my brother had, uh, do you remember um, the, the, is it the downy bear? What's the one with the bear? Snuggles?
1: Snuggle. Yeah, yeah
0: the snuggles. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, sure. The, yeah, yeah.
0: He had a full size, like it was probably like a, I don't know, two and a half foot tall, maybe snuggles bear. Uh, that, that, that was his equivalent of Whoopi. Like, it went around with him for a long time. Wow. Uh, and, fuck, I, I, I bet that it still exists somewhere in the world, even though he's about to turn 40. I think <laughs> it's probably, yeah. uh, still somewhere out in the...
1: I feel like that's something you get for sending in, like, 50 proofs of purchase, I you know? know. <laughs> like <laughs> Whatever, for sure.
2: The um, Downy people would be so jacked that they're, like, competing with the Winnie the Poos and whatever, you know, whatever the <laughs> traditional, big, adorable stuffed animals are. Uh, I don't, I, it occurs to me, I don't have a really good answer for that question, but maybe, maybe my equivalent is, uh, Matt kind of made me think of it when you said you had, you had stuffed animals longer than maybe you should have. I think I was probably too old to be like, maybe bribed into places. If I could bring my GI Joes with me kind of thing, you know, like it wasn't like I needed them at all times, but it was like, Mark, if you, if you can bring your GI Joes, come on, you know, like that was, that was more of like a a bartering thing or something or, you know, I don't (laughs) know.
1: True, man. It's kills. probably to keep you busy. You're like, this is going to be fucking boring. Right, exactly. My G <laughs>
2: right. Listen, I'm going to be causing chaos. If you, you want to let me role play it down here in the fucking <laughs> church pew or whatever. <laughs> or I can go big with it. You're calm, That's what I was talking Very
0: good. Uh, we did talk uh, briefly about his, the cast of char- the, the like the B-level cast of characters, his uh, lady friends, all the other moms.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: we we hear from annette quite often this is when she's uh directing traffic here
1: hi jack i'm annette
3: hi you're doing mm. it wrong <laughs>
1: <laughs> see that is miriam flynn we know her from all the vacation movies mm. like, yeah,
2: she was, so further uh, john hughes stuff yeah.
0: yes interesting well, we've also found that too it's like a party like all of these people are interconnected they all put them all in definitely the- together mm-hmm.
2: very crazy and this uh, movie too is just like it, it watch not knowing much about the movie and just like even you see the opening credits and you're just like oh geez everywhere you look someone's in this movie even we haven't <laughs> even mentioned like martin mole is like really good yeah. it's kind of really good martin mole uh, you know
1: right asshole
2: yeah,
0: stereotypical martin mole sort of way
2: i loved him
1: so much okay like i'm okay i'm obsessed with roseanne like in Mm -hmm. the 80s not Mm -hmm. like roseanne racist roseanne like Mm -hmm. i watched i rewatched all the roseanne's recently and i i I can't even believe it's the same guy like it's hard like he made me believe so hard that he was a gay person Mm -hmm. that like it's hard for me to believe that he was attracted to a woman until i saw you know like watching this (laughs) movie he does a great job i totally get it I speak that... attractive to a
0: woman. I really hated that about this movie that like, uh, so he gets to stay home and be Mr. Mom. And he's courted by this, like, you know, voluptuous mom lady who all, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's, but then the, the wife, uh, Terry Gar gets, uh, her boss and like, who's just <sighs> not that great of a dude. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's just not the same thing. They're not being tempted in the same way. That's, a, that's And I'm like, <laughs> why can't she at least get like this incredibly handsome boss? That makes it like <laughs> difficult for her to say no because it's pretty easy to say no to this Joker, you know. Uh, yeah, that's but I do.
3: Oh,
2: it's
3: go a, ahead. It's like the the power dynamic. He's yeah. a he's a powerful, wealthy guy who can like help her career. So that would be the temptation. <laughs> uh, well, I think you know, that if I, if I'm the writer, that would be my. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I think it. I think it's
1: that plus like he's the one that is feeling inept. Like he. Is the one that is like, I, I'm missing something in my life. Whereas she already feels like she has everything. So he, he has to have something. He has to have something to make him feel, you know, like, oh, you like you like the shirt, you like the beard, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Notables. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: Right. right. Uh, here's a little taste of Ron uh, trying to sell some tuna.
2: My father founded this agency on Schooner Tuna. It's the cornerstone.
0: Schooner Tuna. Accounts.
2: So my position is somebody better figure out a way to sell some tuna fish pretty damn quick.
0: There it is. There it is.
1: (laughs) Um, I feel like in a real advertising room, there would be a lot more F-bombs. Obviously, this was PG, so they couldn't. But Yeah,
0: they snuck a few dams in there. All right. uh, We are just about ready to get to the nice can crack. There we go. Oh, uh, getting, getting fucking there, loud, there. man! Yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> right. it sounded like
2: a stick breaking. <laughs> Doing Foley work back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just
0: fell and broke my leg. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, so we're getting ready to, to get to the end of this portion of the show. Uh, but before we do that, we want you guys all to uh, follow along here and take a look at this ad we're about to play. Uh, it's for a fellow podcaster. Go support this podcast. Go go listen to the ad. You'll know if you want to listen to it just based on the, the ad itself. So. Check out the ad, and then come back and join us after, and we're going to round this out with a bunch of games. You guys ready for some games after this?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, we're going to try them out here in just a second, but we will be right back after these messages.
2: Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks.
0: And we're back. All right. Thank you guys so much for patronizing that podcast that we had the ad for in the, in the during the break. It's Stu's podcast. It's the Elemental Podcast. He only has six listeners. Go make it seven. Go go add another one to it. Join his Patreon. Do all that stuff. He'll uh, he tries to send people our way, so we're doing our best to send people back for him. But in the meantime, here we are back again, talking about Mister Mom with uh, content creators, uh, comedy writers. Very excited to have you both here. The Robux are with us again. Welcome in, everybody.
2: Hey again. Thank you again.
0: Good to be back. Uh, for sure for sure um <laughs> let's get right into it guys do you want to jump straight right. into uh some games here
2: dying to i'm i'm, I'm curious and excited and, and nervous and everything to see what the
0: don't be nervous what the games are that's what, that's what we all only hope for for sure all right. uh all right so we uh speaking of Stu McAllister, we have a theme song for this next game provided by oh. the man himself oh my uh, we recorded it live during the podcast and here it is
2: Box office theme
0: song. <laughs> Short, sweet, to the point. Box okay. office theme song. Mandy, is that you laughing in the background? It is. Yeah. Yes. Okay, right,
1: nice.
0: <laughs> we did it live. That's all a duet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mandy, take it away. All right. So it was completely impossible for me to find the budget for this movie. I looked everywhere. No one knows. Actually, like 1983 is like this weird black hole of information mm. for movies in general. Just so you know. John, it was
0: <clears throat> so nice that everyone decided to do this movie for free that's what, <laughs> right that's what it seems
1: like mm-hmm. um so usually our first question is asking you what you think the budget is and then i'll tell you um but i we don't i don't know i that is a failure on my part i was unable to find the budget for this movie but our second question is always and i can ask this um uh, you and Taylor and Mark, you guys can um, answer, you know, together, or if you want to answer separately. What do you think this movie has made roughly worldwide gross up until today?
3: Mm.
2: <laughs> let's let's. I think we we'll probably want to just you want discuss an answer together. Sure, I don't yeah. want to let's let's. I think it's pr- it was probably ex-
3: upwards of a million these days, right? What's that? Upwards of a million. Yeah, like
2: ha- yeah. a lot, right? Like, well, I mean, I know it's not. I don't think it's like. It's clearly not like a Ghostbusters caddyshack, but it's like an enduring movie. So was it a hit upon release? I feel like it probably was, right? They get a
3: little something whenever it becomes part of like a star's rotation uh, or right. Like that, right.
2: So what is that? Is that like is that like thirty million, forty million, fifty million? It feels high. High? Yeah. I love this, by the way. This is the Me too so i
0: always try to talk it out right and i'm it's just me talking to myself i never have mm-hmm. anyone to... i always get pissed off yeah. at matt because i'm like just give me, i'm like just give me a yeah. fucking number okay. but right, i want right. to hear you guys talk it out yeah. this if is I, great if i had someone to talk it out with it would be much better but it's just me arguing with myself right, right. yeah
2: yeah yeah right
3: gonna <laughs> say 12. 12.
2: you yeah. don't have to you don't have
3: to go with
2: no you're my wife that. i'll stand by you
3: oh, all right <laughs> look at that
2: 12 12 i'll kick anyone's ass this is anything different no i <laughs> <laughs>
1: i love it get him, get him. <laughs> that's uh, I, very mr mom of you that's <laughs> right that's right
2: that's right exactly oh man
0: point break poster in the background
1: oh yeah yeah you do or
2: nice. uh, chair's in the way i think yeah yeah, yeah.
0: look at that yeah. yep. very cool mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. that was just in passing okay so you guys said 12 12 <laughs> yeah, and yeah Damned if it ain't right all right mm-hmm.
2: uh,
0: <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna suspect that this movie probably cost right around that amount to make i would think it's probably gonna be like in the maybe the eight to 12 range for ma- uh, for what it would make. And I would say this movie was probably successful. I never heard that it was a flop. Uh, it didn't spin off a sequel, but I mean, not a lot of John Hughes movies did that. You know, I don't think he, he leaned into that too hard. That's so true. I'm going to say this movie probably was closer to your 30 ish million, I uh, guess. So I'm going to say 30 million is what this movie's made so far.
1: I'm about ready to blow your mind. Oh God.
2: It's like a bunch more.
1: This movie made $64.7 million. Wow. Oh my god. This That's was wow. <laughs> in 1983. This was number 9. Okay. Um for the year. Oh man. Number, t- number 10 was uh National Lampoon's Vacation, which ac- is mm. actually crazy oh. that this beat that movie out. Yeah, think- you would have
2: thought if you would ask me just point Blake. Which one made more? That would have been a good right? uh, trick question. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, number eight was Risky Business. Number seven, Staying Alive. Number six, Octopussy. Number four, War Games, which we haven't done. Oh, we-
2: I adore yeah. that movie. <laughs> I love sure. that movie.
1: <laughs> number we all four- know,
2: can, can we turn this into a game? I, I can guess what number one is.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, go <laughs> ahead. What do you think number one is?
2: It's Return of the Jedi, right?
1: Like for sure, 100% yeah. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. All right um number four was trading what were you what
0: matt i'm so outside of like the star wars wheelhouse that i would have been i would have had literally no idea (laughs) you could have said to me that and i'd been like that seems right i guess that that seems about when it would have been yeah i'm just not not a consumer of the star wars but the fair. Star Wars is. Fair. Uh,
1: number four was Trading Spaces. Number three was Flash Dance. And number two was Tootsie. And then we already oh. said number one was Return oh. of the Jedi, my favorite Star Wars movie. Really wow. a fun so one. Terry
2: really Gar. Yeah.
3: Oh. Gar had a big year. That's cool. A big year.
2: Yeah. And good for Tootsie. I didn't know Tootsie was quite oh, number yeah. two. That's.
3: That was a yeah. big, big old. I, I old came to Tootsie
2: late, and I was upset that the world didn't tell me that there's a really good. It's a really good Bill Murray performance in that movie, and it's not the main thing. And it is Dustin Hoffman, and it is all this stuff. But like, I don't know, you know. I no one ever that, says
0: that might have to go on our list, Mandy. As a yeah, I think you know, so. Like, that didn't shape our childhood, but probably well,
1: and to- well, <laughs> Tootsie did take up a big part of the eighty-three year box office. Like, mm-hmm. and and not only did it, it took like the first chunk of the year then it fell behind, but then it came back again to be, so like, mm-hmm. it must have been word of mouth at yeah. some point. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, as as weird as it
0: would be to be controversial, I assume that movie was somewhat controversial that people were going to watch it in the first place, so that just drove more people to see it. It's always that thing of like, oh, this is different and new, and why is mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman in a Dress. Yeah. yeah. Dustin Hoffman
2: oh, yeah. doing that was probably pretty, I don't know what they're like stunty or whatever, or what, you know, like when like a guy does a crazy role now or whatever like that. That's just, yeah, yeah I can you know, imagine.
0: People to the box office, I suspect. So, yeah.
1: Well, and also you have to think of the amount of like transgender people that we have today was the same amount of transgender people that there were back in 1983. They were just not able to express those types of things. So, I mean, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but I'm sure that there were people that were like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I kind of relate to this character. I mean, even though it was all for fraud,
3: it wasn't like... Well, I think well, that, you know, is, that's, uh, it's,
2: by the end, I think he's come around and seen how hard it can yes. be out here. Yeah, for, it, for it women, holds right? up
3: better than you might think. A movie with that plotline made in 1983 would. Right, be. you're like,
2: <laughs> okay, we're going to watch it. We're going to go into this thing. We're just going to see what... Yeah, but it's, a, it's pretty... Funny. Um,
3: he, he ends up being, uh, like, spouting some pretty... pretty uh based feminist <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah yep.
1: well and i and you would think so and that like another movie we, which we will probably do which was big for me was just one of the guys oh, where I she yeah where she it, like to be able to have her new stories taken seriously she poses as a dude yeah, so man. it's it's i mean yeah i mean it's out there we're, yeah we're bringing it we're bringing it into the into the new the new age <laughs>
0: Uh, Speaking of relatable content, I did want to mention too that maybe the reason that I like this movie so much is because much the same of what's happening to Michael Keaton in this movie is sort of happening to me right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. I just found out that my job is no longer—I'm not—I'm no longer going to have a job after uh, early September, so very soon from now. And I'm watching him go through this like, I got a lot of stuff I want to take care of around the house, and I'm thinking because I got—I was able to get a severance package from. Uh, my employer. So I do have the ability to take some sort of time and and take care of some stuff. So I'm looking at him going like, hell yeah, like this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, redo some things, paint some stuff, make sure we'll button up the house, the things I wanted to do when I didn't have enough time to do them. Now I have enough time. And then I just see myself spiraling into this like soap opera watching uh, mess. That's where I suspect <laughs> be within the first week or so is what we'll.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We talked about doing this movie when I became a stay at home mom last June and Mm -hmm. I was a career driven person. Like I worked for the court. I had a career like I had had multiple promotions like in very few amount of time and then COVID hit and and my job was so stressful and I I love hated it, you know. And then I was like, okay, my husband's a welder. Like he makes okay money. We will be okay. And we had enough savings. And so I decided to stay home, which I never thought in a million years I would do. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, this, I obviously it's only one child. It's not yeah. multiple kids like this. So it's not I the same.
0: Those two guys that were swapping uh, recei- or recipes were, they just, they only had one kid. I think that was, that's how they could keep it together
1: enough. Yeah.
2: To- <laughs>
1: one kid you get to take to
2: school for a while or something you know
1: yeah and there were a lot of times during this movie where i was like where where the hell are the kids like he's watching the soap operas and stuff and i'm like okay you have like this baby you have a barely over toddler age alex um there's it there's just a whole lot of like i'm like where are these kids and he's day day drinking too he day drinks a lot
3: (laughs) <laughs> thank you for yes and
1: that is 100 because that's part of what i did when i worked for the court i worked for family court and i was just like oh my gosh this is like a cps case like waiting to happen like this uh, guy's like drunk watching oh. his kids
2: <laughs> i thought about that when he's like we were talking about the grocery store when he's embarrassed to buy you know tampons or pads or whatever it is and it's like yeah what about like the miller light you're buying when you go to the grocery store in the middle of the day right? no offense just saying if you're gonna feel self-conscious about something maybe it could yeah. be the thing you're actually going to use i don't
1: know okay so i as soon as i dropped my daughter off at school i legit went to meyer bought snacks for her class and bud light like that's <laughs> like it was like eight o'clock in the morning and i was uh, like okay uh, i need beer for the podcast yeah. <laughs> uh so i
0: played a clip in a minute i am going to play this part here where he's down in the middle of his spiral and he's worried about <laughs> what his uh his beard looks like to uh terry gar here mm. we have this little conversation
2: want to talk about the beer all right. Here it's in its transitional stage right now. That's all. When it comes in, it's gonna
0: look great. Yeah. I love it. That was just I. I had to pull another clip from that portion
1: of the uh, the film. uh Are we ready to
0: move on to the next game?
1: We can, but I do want to say that this also shows like where women's insecurity comes from. we not like I understand this. I am not bringing money into the home. So like anything that is like not clean or if there, if he needs a pair or, like a specific pair of underwear, cause it's a hot day, he's a welder and I don't have it, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I am like the worst because I'm not working. So like, I totally related to this and I'm not going to lie. Like this being like the first day of my daughter's school, like the first time she's gone to real school in like a, a couple years, I was like, this is like way too fucking real for me to deal with at like four o'clock this morning. But yeah. hey, did you drop off on the north end and pick up on the south? Yes, I no, she got on the fucking bus, man, and she loved uh, it. There it is. I, I got I got
2: I just got caught in one of those drop off things like a week or two ago just because I was taking my dog to an early vet appointment and just like I usually loop <laughs> around a back way behind the block so as not to turn on the busy road and boy, I just was right in the middle of the pandemonium mm. of this drop-off it's the it's the cars coming it's the park a few blocks away and walk up it's just like, I'm like oh my god I feel like there's a festival happening right here or <laughs> I just no, like, yeah,
1: my daughter gets on the bus and is to school in 10 minutes and when she gets out of school she's to my house in five minutes if I went through the drop-off line it would take me like a half an hour so no yeah.
2: and like Ride that Red bus. Oh, that's gonna stuff's... learn
1: all the swear words and all of the bad. Oh things yeah, it's formative. Five-
2: oh, it's yeah, <laughs> it's so formative on that bus. My God.
0: Well, you did that for a while. I was the last one on, last one on the bus to school, and the first one off the bus from school. So my bus ride was literally only like five minutes long. Oh yeah uh and so- everyone on that bus
2: hated you just to speak for everyone if yep. i could yeah for sure. As, for sure. As, as a guy with kind of a medium bus ride i was like these fucking who do these kids think they are
0: but i missed out on those formative years right i got out oh. so no. on slowly creeping
1: my way back toward the back of the bus you know yeah man oh yeah all that stuff we-, way too- <laughs> we were first ones on last ones off our our 15 minute bus ride it was
2: Yikes.
3: total Oof. bullshit I I remember, like,
2: the advent of CD technology where, like, it was just no match for the shocks on a bus.
3: Yes!
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, a Walkman oh my god bus rides bring it on and then like one song and you're like this doesn't work this isn't a good system
1: no you have to set it on your thigh fat that i yeah. learned very early like your thigh fat could like hold the oh, like yeah. shocks
2: i just tried but to like body surf this anticipate the things and just sort of you know I mean? like, <laughs>
1: there's
2: one okay there, there was another one okay yeah
1: i remember i remember listening to dr dre's the chronic and thinking i was the coolest bitch on the bus like yeah that's right I'm listening to stuff that's explicit <laughs> nobody knows yeah all right sorry uh, i'm making a, this last too long
0: i got a, a tiny uh i had a someone gave me a tiny little knife that was shaped like a motorcycle like it was a keychain it was like a little miniature keychain knife wait
2: where was the blade sticking out of
0: well it would fold up underneath like it was just oh, a okay. no- novelty little keychain essentially it was a motorcycle keychain but it also had like one of those <laughs> flip out and i'm talking like What would be the equivalent of like the blade part of like nail clippers, like not Mm -hmm. even it it couldn't be used as a weapon. It could barely be used as a tool, which I believe it was just intended to be a tool. And I got uh, that confiscated from me on the bus uh, and I was very upset. My father went to the bus garage and had to like reclaim it from them because they refused to give it back to me. That's like a whole different world
2: than the teachers and principals, huh? When yeah. he goes to the bus garage. And yeah, yeah,
0: there's no rules down at the bus garage. He goes with those
2: blue collar <laughs> fellas. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> Cigarette dangling out of the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Sure. They're like, what keychain? Oh I don't know what you're talking yeah, about.
0: He up and it's just a, a, a massive pile of tangled keychains. He's like, right? Right? which one <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> Move on to the next game. That game also yes. has a theme song. This theme song is longer. Here it is. <laughs> Ooh, that sound. Did you hear that
3: sound?
2: <laughs> Ooh, that
0: sound. The sound that just played you. All right. It's time to play What's That Sound. That uh, theme song, of course, was provided by me. we We'll play
1: ages after this. Oh, shit. I, I skipped one. All right that's all right
0: all right so we are about to play what's that sound that means i'm going to take a sound from the film i'm going to play it out loud for you it's good that you both have headphones on because that's the best way to handle this uh otherwise it can kind of get lost in the mix so they're a little Mm -hmm. quiet but we'll see what we can do if you need them repeated at all please let me know but you are to tell me what's happening on screen while this sound is (laughs) happening so here we go let's do this one And you can shout it out whenever you know it.
3: Is it the vacuum?
0: Ooh,
2: no, oh.
3: not the vacuum.
2: Close I, that. C-cunk, c-cunk made me think of a shopping oh, cart. Oh, it's
3: the uh, laundry. Uh, the oh. washer or dryer, yep. maybe.
1: Yep, oh. the washer.
3: Yep, it is the washing machine. Yes, that is correct. Which
1: it totally floored me that they had like front-loading washers back then. I was like, hey, uh, like yeah. we came full circle. <laughs> yeah,
2: it also we've come fun. a long way on the detergent front, though. Like Taylor made <laughs> the point that a fucking Tide pod, boom, that scene doesn't happen today. You know, uh, he would.
3: <laughs> he not even Michael Keaton could fuck that
1: up. <laughs> I think John. Hughes that should something- legit be like the sales pitch of like every product. Like, not even Michael Keaton could fuck this <laughs> <laughs> up. Um, it
0: makes me think that John Hughes has something weird about basements and uh, like
2: equipment yeah
1: yeah Yeah. it it wouldn't surprise
2: me because even to find out this is from a like i mean he's so good at uh was so good at just mining something from real life and taking it off into somewhere pretty ridiculous but still the heart is there along the way and to varying degrees yeah all
0: right uh let's move along we've got two more sounds to do let's go ahead with this one first here we go all right can you tell is me it, what's happening on screen is it the affirmative? sounds like mark sneezing <laughs> 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 did i sneeze in this film
2: No. Uh, was it. is it just at the school drop off like we were saying yeah, with- yeah, yeah 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 we
0: just we just happened to mention it but yes that is the school drop All right, Thanks, all yeah. right so far two for two here we go we're going on to the third one let's hear it <laughs> oh
3: that was a, lot Ooh, a hard out. one Not going was on. it was it uh martin mole getting punched and I, then falling over in the chair i
2: always i said or i was gonna say there's those two punches kind of close to each other but i'm i'm down to guess that one
3: that is correct yeah, yeah. that was amazing way to go <laughs> nice. i discovered a hidden talent very good this is
2: a fun this is a great game by the way this is really he's
3: fun. like he's
1: he's like don't be coy she's not being coy she fucking doesn't want to have sex with um, you grosser <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> He does have and and it. it I'm sure it tracks. I'm sure. You know, unfortunately, this is this is what this stuff is out there. But he just has that fucking like, man. He's not gonna. He's not gonna back down. Like you know, there's no um. Does she like me? <laughs> like that's not part right. of Martin <laughs> Mull's math. You know. So, well,
1: he did win the tournament. You know.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh my god! I mentioned it before, but it's so funny because we uh it's it's fun to obviously anything uh from the past that's set in the present becomes a time capsule and this movie's a great 1983 time capsule oh, yeah i was it made me feel like sir i, I didn't have a living room and uh, a kitchen like that but so many of my friends did that i'd go to their house and stuff i just feel like it's kind of a, a the very michigan style home or just the generic home of the time or whatever but um that was that was fun and then uh when when they get in they're like they're all like their track suits and everything else and they're getting <laughs> ready to do the the run and i said i want to see the shoes they're all wearing because it's you know i don't have some cool ass old yeah converse or something on i just (laughs) want to see the shoes and then so the fact that then the the gag is that they cut to the wide shot and they're being super intense about this very silly Fucking track meet they're doing with flippers on. That was, yeah. that was so funny. That was I laugh. love
1: the guy that is like keeps trying to pull him back. Like, dude, you're like so oh, fucking yes. this up for your wife. That was
2: so fun. Again, again, like you think you know, okay, so they're doing the thing and there's Michael Keaton and there's Martin Mole and they're there. Yeah, then like again, the brilliant thing that you don't see coming, the third guy that's just in there fucking with them. And I feel like about two thirds of the way through, he just finally kind of shakes them off and it yeah. does become Michael Keaton and Martin Mole. <laughs> Who's this guy? He just wants to win too. Okay. <laughs> One of his codies are uh, holding him back. You got
0: to
1: let the boss win, man. You got to. That's you right. Know.
2: Yeah. He just, yeah. He tries his best. Yeah.
1: When I they, when him. they put him up on their shoulders and he's like, I did it. It reminded me of the Grinch when he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, That's I'm the
3: right. winner.
0: Oh, yep. <laughs> I could think of was, you see that guy's balls? Yeah. They were weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> because
1: they're shorts. Yeah. So I to keep For Martin sure. Martin holding oh. on the ground. <laughs> And who just keeps, like, sweatpants and shoes in the car? And then... I
2: wondered in, that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Who, yeah, and then he sends these tiny-ass little kids. Like, hey, they, there was a valet. Like, go find our car in this, like, mm. giant-ass parking lot with
3: 100 cars and go right. get daddy's sweats and shoes. Right. <laughs> well, g- g- grab uh, my white headband. The trope is that you're really protective over your first kid, and then once you have a, a couple, you're like, oh, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Let him play with
0: the plastic bag, yeah, we, just- <laughs> <laughs> we, some we can replace one. If you- yeah, right.
3: exactly. Yeah, Matt
1: and I put all of our eggs in one basket.
0: Yeah, we, we each have only the one. So now we have to protect it with everything we can. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. All right. Uh, let's do the next game. It's got a theme song as well. And the theme song goes like this. Let's play Guess the Age again short and sweet provided by one of our previous (laughs) guests mr brandon alberta provided that one we we like to outsource all of our uh theme songs to previous guests and other that's great now so
2: that's lovely
1: all right it is time to play guest the age mandy take it away all right just for fun because some of these even though they're obscure characters i think it'd be fun to find out if you guys how old you thought they were Mm -hmm. how old do you think christopher lloyd was when he was in this movie
3: well, we actually kind of talked about this when I when we were watching it, I asked Mark when Back to the Future came out because I was trying to place what era Christopher Lloyd we were looking at. Sure. And then once I found out that this was older, I kind of realized for the first time that they actually aged him quite a bit as Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I didn't realize that he's always kind of been in the same age in my head. Right. So maybe th- I'm gonna say 38.
2: Okay. I think because yeah, I, I don't think he's super young because I'm pretty sure he's in mm-hmm. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. is from like 1975, where he's like really young.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This is eight years later.
0: And when did, I mean, Taxi was in this mix, too. Yeah. Right? We're in there. When did Taxi come on? It's got to have been earlier than. Early 70s.
3: Right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Because it kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh It had to be late 70s. Cause it kind of syncs up with SNL, with Andy Kaufman and everything. Um, um, sure. um Is how I have to, I can relate it back to everything. Uh <laughs> No, yeah, I buy that, 38. I, I, I'm with you. Like right. you said? You're yeah. so
1: supportive. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> this is for money or not? This is not for money or anything, right? No, okay. no. Yeah.
1: But Matt, he might kick your ass if you disagree with her. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's right. You better find the right answer on this one.
1: Well, I'm gonna. Yeah, I really don't know. He
0: is a timeless old person for me. Um, yeah, yeah. he's so been there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna say he was maybe 35 this early. Yeah. We'll say 35. And I like he that was... about male actors.
2: As a 36, how old am I? Yeah, 36 year old man, like you know you hear stories about you know like you hear about how old athletes are they're over the hill at my age i don't like that shit i like hearing about these guys that are like you know there's still time he's a
3: baby he's 39
2: exactly right yeah that's right i love reading about directors and shit
1: (laughs) okay you guys are making me check my math just to be on the safe side Uh Oh, why were we way off
2: maybe it's really close hold on no
1: hang on (laughs) he was 45 okay Whoa, he's already 45. 45
0: there
1: yeah, but you guys like were fucking with my mind because like I do this all in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I was a magna cum laude in, in in school, but I'm I suck at math. So like, yes, he was 45 years old. Nice. All right. All right. Okay. Good. I'm glad I double checked it. All right. Um. <laughs> uh, Mark and Taylor, how old do you think Jeffrey Tambor was when he played Jinx in this movie? he's already
2: so bald but i mean <laughs> like, like what is it just when when can that happen and the, well. the
1: scary part is too is like 80s people always look so old and when you watch them as children you're always like oh they're so old
0: mm-hmm. right. and then i'm uh, yeah we are likely similarly in age with them now but <laughs> back then i was like jesus right. these people are done they're they're out, they're
2: out. And, <laughs> and and <laughs> and that weird thing happens like for the life of me i'm trying to picture jeffrey Tambor as a teenager right now and i don't know what that looks like he's bald jeffrey's he? bald bald with like a thin mustache he's a bald
1: baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh but uh i think he's
2: probably 32 you think no i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree, yeah, I'm,
3: gonna disagree. Say, I'm gonna say
2: 40 40 okay yeah
0: i'll stick with 35
1: he was 39 Way to go, Taylor!
2: (laughs) See what I get? You're like you're so supportive. Like, no, I just I I, we've been together long enough. I get it. I I'm generally wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All (laughs) right, I'll
3: just
1: I'll I'll do two more. Um, how old do you think Terry Gar was when she was in this
3: movie? She played Carolyn Butler, the wife. Well, she would have to be much younger than Michael Keaton, right? Mm -hmm. Just knowing how. That's just
2: how it works. Assuming
3: that's how it it also worked back then.
2: That's the business.
3: (laughs) Nineteen. No,
2: maybe thirty-two. Uh, yeah, yep, that's it. Yep. Between going with you and I said thirty-two last time, and I feel I'm feeling thirty-two. I, I play. I play this game like roulette.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, you just, you let the numbers come to you. I'm sticking on thirty-two. Yeah, the <laughs> same numbers that ball will come to you. I'll stick yeah. with
2: thirty-five. You know Enough. Fuck it. I'm gonna play the numbers. I think it was even.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Even, even age.
2: Just
0: split the zeros and we'll call
1: it <laughs> She was. 36 in hey. this movie. Hmm. All right. All um, right. How, I know, right? How old do you think Michael Keaton was in this movie? <laughs> I fucked you guys up with that,
3: Terry Garden. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He yeah, yeah. <laughs> was like mid, mid to late 30s. Yeah,
3: like 30s. No older. that ah, shit. I don't know. 30. I love Thirty-seven.
0: You put no, like there's nothing on the line, clearly, right? There's yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, nothing. Right. There's no winners in this, but it's still, yeah. it's, just a, a it's matter fun. of principle. It's like I need to know that I'm good at
2: this or something. Yeah. Exactly. yeah? You, you know. want to venture
0: a good guess? You want to be
2: in the ballpark? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Thirty-seven sounds good. All right.
0: uh Well, Michael Keaton was forty-one. Oh.
1: He was 32.
3: Oh, my God. I,
1: get it. I, got, I came up off of 32.
3: Oh, my God. I, oh, <laughs> I'm,
1: ru- I'm ruined.
3: <laughs> oh, man. I oh, it.
2: guys. Don't ever quit gambling. gambling. Don't quit gambling until you win. That's the lesson. When they say gamble <laughs> responsibly, that's what they mean. You got to stay there until you fucking win something. That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> um. So Frederick Kohler, who played Alex, um, the little the the older son Mm -hmm. I only picked him because I he has been in a lot of television shows that I've seen Mm -hmm. um he's been in like Bones and like a bunch of other things um do you
2: recognize him from no
1: you don't recognize him you have to look him up but he's also been in um the oh my gosh uh not American yeah American Horror who are we talking anyway Alex? Um yeah, the kid that played Alex. Frederick Kohler, he was eight. Um, he was the older brother. Um, Martin Mull, oh, who played hold on Frederick
0: Kohler, he was in a series of movies called <clears throat> Death Race. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's at least four of them. And they they've, they've yeah. been coming out for decades. Wait, death Race? Yeah. Like, like with yeah. Steve,
2: like with Steve Austin in the first one?
0: uh sure yeah that sounds about right that's which is re- i
2: think i think a remake of death race 2000 the old uh
0: 2008 oh no it's a uh, jason statham death Race mm-hmm. was the first one at least oh, okay a lot of
1: them all right anyhow sorry yeah I he's uh, so no that's okay he, i i just recognized his face and i was like oh my god i can't believe it's the same kid because i never would have thought that was him um martin mole who played ron richardson was 40 and Jillian, who played Joan, was 33, and that's all I have, so. nice. nice. Um, and did, did we like Joan? How do we feel about Joan? Like, the character or the actress? Like, what do you guys think?
0: He, he's married, so
2: were
3: we once. <laughs>
2: yeah, it I think just, the actress did a bang-up job.
3: Yeah, oh. it, well, a good performance for sure, but just, uh, I guess the, not the most fully rounded out character. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh,
0: she's I I to have a sex pot. Right? Saved a purpose yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, an '80s classic '80s sex pot. I think she was a child actress too.
1: Like she, she was forever and yeah. She's been and, she has been in a ton of stuff, but you won't recognize her because so she's poppers, always too, right? been blonde. Oh, okay, she's always she's still blonde, but they have made her a brunette to not take away from Terry Gar. Ah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. ah, gonna have one one solid blonde in the movie. Yeah, again. they did
3: that with uh, with Rose McGowan too in Scream. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I did want to mention too. I did
1: ask the
0: Facebook Kitty. question of the day. What? Sorry. Kitty? Oh, you. Can't. Oh, I have a cat. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. A, a fucking shark fin went by the bottom of your screen. I was scared. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't love cats, but I love this cat. Oh, I'm like, sure. Uh, I just. I, I. Yeah. The Facebook. We're, yeah. We're sorry. Running
0: of, we're running out of time a little bit. I did want to mention oh. just because they contributed. I want to make sure that I mentioned. So Chris said uh, I asked if anyone had a whoopee or a whoopee like object, basically. Uh, and Chris, previous guest, uh, Chris Karpinski said I had a blue blanket. Uh, and sucked my thumb. I was like Linus from the Peanuts. Uh, I think my mom eventually had to hit it, uh, hide it from him. Uh, listener Stacy said, uh, it, this is Kermy, so she's got a picture representing it right there. It's a little huh. stuffed frog. Uh, my dad huh. won him from the fair when I was five. It's been a lot of adventures with him. Uh, lives in a drawer now because the dog likes to chew things. <laughs> <laughs> Adam West said, uh, he apparently has a crocheted blanket. It's red, white, and blue stripes, and apparently that has followed him into adulthood as well. Oh, nice. Hey, Adam. Uh, <laughs> Adam, right? Uh, nice. We have- uh, Sounds great, Adam. Harold also had, my daughter had a, uh, and mean and still has a whoopee. Uh She's had it for 28 years <laughs> from a 30 by 30 baby blanket to a soft wad of material over 28 years. So
3: nice, <laughs> All right. Soft Adam. wad.
0: Is the Facebook question of the day. Thank you guys for participating in that. And I think that's going to bring us to our final game. We do have one more game left, and it has a theme song, and it goes like this. First Matt plays a backwards clip,
2: then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards.
0: All right, that theme song is largely informative if you knew what we were talking (laughs) about before I told you what. That was so. What I'm going to do is play a four-word clip. I'm going to play it in reverse. It's going to sound like absolute garbage, just backwards talking, right? And then I'm and, and, unless you
2: discover a, discover a subliminal message in Mr. Mom,
0: right? Right. That's what we're hoping for. We haven't hit one yet, but we're really hoping. Uh, and then I'm going to play you four possible options of what it would be forward, and you need to tell me whether it was one, two, three, or four. Okay. Oh, sure. Okay, so okay, you'll okay. get a reverse phrase, and I'm going to play the reverse phrase a couple of times just so it gets okay. kind of stuck in your head.
2: Good, okay, okay, okay.
0: And prepare for it to be total nonsense. All right, uh right, so right. that's what it is. Here we go. <laughs>
3: Alright,
0: that was the backward phrase Wait. several times. Okay, that was the same
2: thing three yep. or four times. Okay, okay.
0: Yep, And we'll hear it backwards okay. again, and then the four options. So you need to tell me okay. whether it's one, two, three, or four. Here we go. Thought
3: of the kids. Tell <laughs> me something,
2: Jack. What did it, huh? flowing
1: into the next <laughs> oh my god those are so hard it was a tough one but
0: i wanted to find the same character talking in roughly the same cadence the whole time yeah and so i had to pick her little uh uh gangster <laughs> m- movie bit so yeah what do you think Once do we, we have
1: before. time to pl- do we have time to play it another time or no uh we
3: could if you oh. guys need it. okay it's fine
0: all right what do you think
3: i think i think we think it's the second one Okay,
0: we're going to lock in two. the second one, two. All right, Mandy, what do you have? Yes. Three. Three, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play it one more time and I'll tell you.
3: I
2: okay, two or three.
3: Both kids.
0: Not one. No what?
2: Jack, what did it Huh? Uh, flowing into the next.
0: And it's not four, so one of you got it correct. It is number three. It is number
1: yeah. three. That it? was... that was the hardest one we've ever had it's a tough one you couldn't even tell what she was saying
2: that's why i i I thought it might have been the whole thing one time when you played it it's like oh she talks for a while
0: (laughs) normally uh, there's a lot more to deal with on this but there was a lot of soundtrack happening and a lot and a lot of uh limited like monologue stuff Uh, like i said i always try to pick a bunch of phrases from the same sorry uh, you know messed up by the background noise but anyhow that's it. That's for the games, guys. Let's just go ahead and dip straight into some plugs. Uh, Mark, Taylor, do you guys have anything you want people to be pointed toward? Please tell them now.
3: Uh, I guess just our uh, Twitch channel, which is uh, twitch.tv slash Mark okay. and Taylor. Yeah. And we've been streaming for about a month, maybe a little less. Mm-hmm. We're having some fun. Yeah
2: we're, yeah, we're on every Sunday. We do what the kids call variety streaming is what we've been told by the kids. Uh, they've also said we're not invited, but we are still going to participate. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and that's not true. Um, but yeah, uh, we've been on every Sunday and we're always just like bopping on and, and playing with uh, new times and new stuff to do and all that. So yeah, just twitch.tv slash Mark and Taylor.
3: Perfect. And your website?
2: Yeah. And I, uh, I uh, am a staff writer over at a website that I started with my friends a few years ago called Hard Drive. Uh, it's just like duh, dumb video game satire. Uh, spinoff from The Hard Times. Uh, so if anyone to check out uh, hard drive at Twitter, it's a at, uh, at hard drive mag. That would be cool, and uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Perfect. So thank you
2: so much for having us on, guys. This, this is awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Right.
0: Uh, Mandy, do you have anything you want to point people toward quickly? Nope, nothing today. All right. Uh, for us, just go find us on Instagram. We post a picture of the movie poster that we have changed to add our guests and ourselves in as well. So. Uh, sometimes they get real scary. Sometimes they get real creepy. Today's no exception. Go check it out. I I I got to be Mr. Mom. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, Love it. uh, So the reason that uh, we have no way to really end this officially, so I just like to play a clip from the movie. Mm. Otherwise, I'll just keep rambling. So today, uh, after we do, thank you both for joining us again. I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much. And uh, our final clip is going to sound like this.
2: Well, that's some consolation. Guess who is the culprit? You don't want to know. Well, let me guess. Probably the deceased, Mr. Cashman. Ha! Wrong, thing. Wrong. Nikki doesn't even love you. Come on. <laughs> Man, <go. laughs> You're making it with your friend, Kevin.
3: All right.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what? what I mean. All right. Yeah. That's good enough. All right. All right. Thank you guys right. so much. Have a good night, and uh, please uh, come back and listen to more episodes, but go check out uh, It's Mark and Taylor on uh, Twitch. That would be great. Oh. All right. Oh. So, guys, bye-bye. Thank you.